Welcome back to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast, and it's my pleasure to welcome Alyssa Kinkella from Rutgers Volleyball to this episode, uh, fresh off the program's first ever ranked victory over Minnesota, number 16, over the weekend. Alyssa, congratulations, and thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Aaron. really appreciate you having me here. So first off, just wanted to ask, um, you know, you've been with the program a couple of years now, obviously under Caitlin Schweighoffer, the program has come a long way. What does it mean to you and the team to pull off that victory on Saturday and in front of your home fans? It's something, it's been one of our most major goals within the team. We've established that we would love to have a home win, especially against a ranked team. So we, we kind of have, we have this message within the team ever since uh, our season that it would be, why not, why not now? We've built this foundation since the start of this season, even preseason. And we have a pretty strong foundation as a team and as a coaching staff. And so why not now? Why can't we beat any, why can't we beat a ranked team tonight? Why can't it be this Thursday, next, this Friday? So we sat down in the locker room. We were like, this could be the night. Why not now? So it was, it was an amazing feeling, you know, after set two, it was like, okay, this could be quite possible right now. And this is what we've talked about as a team and as a coaching staff. So it was, it was quite an accomplishment and I know everyone was extremely, extremely, really happy. And uh, it seems like your, your team chemistry is really strong and you have, you know, some players that have been with the program for years now, like Madison Chitty and um, other newcomers. How has, how I guess, the team blended together this year and, and um, how has that helped in terms of your performance on the court? Well, the biggest thing is that with those types of players, with Chitty and Tina, for example, four years, you bring a lot of experience. Even I've been here for just over two years now, beginning to do three. We have a lot of experience that brings to the team, but also with the blend and the combination of the young players, we're able to kind of like role models. You know, we teach them what uh, the, the coaches preach us about, and then we kind of relay that message onto them. So we kind of show them the way, you know, through as athletes. So it's a mixture of experience and through fresh young minds who bring a new perspective to the team and kind of blend up really well together and it's a really good person a good blend of personalities too that really help us amplify our relationships together and um in the non-conference you know you guys started really well uh your team uh you've obviously gone through some ups and downs you know last year this year but i guess how has the coaching staff instilled confidence in, in you and your team and how has that been able to kind of help propel you to a win like you had on Saturday? It's it's about, well, yeah, it is about getting more wins. Um, it's also establishing the small things, and it starts with, with preseason. So just these little small intangible things that allow us to gain the confidence that we need to bring it to Big Ten play or whatever team we're going to play, like small wins, Preseason for this season was great for us. You know, we had some amazing wins, better than past previous years. So it's just small intangible things like taking the set off Nebraska or, I mean, this week we had a Big Ten setter of the week, Alyssa Naya. So that was a great confidence boost for us too. So it's just these small things that add up over time that can bring us so much confidence and to connect it to this week for our on-the-road games. You know, Wisconsin, we bring that confidence um, from all these small goals that we've achieved and we just play like we 
usually play and bring that confidence in. And um, obviously, you're being from Australia and you have a ton of international experience. What, what brought you to Rutgers? And I guess what adjustments have you had to make to the college game? What brought me to Rutgers? Um, well, in Australia, volleyball is a small sport. You know, when people, when I say to people, oh, I play volleyball, they have this perplexed look on their face. Like they've never even heard of the sport. So I was like, <laughs> I'm 21 right now. So I started looking when I was 15 or 16, what more I could do with volleyball. And I found this thing called college, you know, playing professional volleyball whilst I was studying full time. I was like, that's, that's awesome. Like, I want to do that. So kind of went down a rabbit hole, searching all these colleges and all these players and conferences. I was like, this is something that I would love to do. And, you know, I put my profile up there. I've got a great coach at home who helped me with everything. So Rutgers came on my list. And I was like, this looks like a great school to play in. And in terms of what I had to adjust, quite quite a lot, honestly. You know, compared American volleyball to Australian volleyball is quite significant in terms of the intensity and how fast everything is and even the popularity, you know. You've got, back at home, I'm considered one of the tallest people at like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, but here, this is that's like the average height for a female volleyball player, even taller. Right. So I had to get used to the how fast the game was and just, you know, how intense it was. You, you know, you've got females hitting and you so high so you just have to be fast on your feet that's the biggest difference and um kind of jumping off on that you know as a team when when you do switch it up you know when you have uh two setters versus one how did what adjustments or i guess how does that impact you as an outside hitter um is there any adjustments you have to make and is there any difference in you know are you comfortable up front or in the back how has that kind of helped develop your game well, with two setters, I know, unfortunately, we've got three setters. Unfortunately, one uh, is injured. But I know throughout practice, uh, we've got a, a great assistant coach, Abby. She coaches our setters, and they're coached in the same way, you know, they're coached in the manner that can bring benefit to the hitters. So whatever setter is on court, whoever comes on court to substitute, I don't really – I know that they're fully prepared to be on that court. So whoever comes on court, I don't really mind as long, you know, as they know the game plan and that they're confident because really whoever you substitute to come on court shouldn't really, you know, change the game all that much in terms of how they set. So to me, having two setters brings a little um, good change, but at the same time, I am we're all confident in their ability to set and to set up the middles, to set up the pins. So... It's really good to have those two differences. And just in terms of, you know, fundamentals and, and on the court performance, I guess, what do you think has helped you and your team the most? Is it Has it been kind of, you know, preparation, film, or is it, you know, just honing down the fundamentals and repetitions and uh, kind of the familiarity of knowing where you, you know, each of you are on the court? What, what do you think has kind of been the biggest reason for growth in the team? Biggest reason for growth? Well, from my experience, from what I've seen, it's just been constant communication. And I know that's a very broad umbrella because so many things can fit under communication and that's just not on court. There is so much communication off, but off the court, behind the scenes. So, and it kind of built up over the past few years, since, especially since I've been here. So I know for this year, we have worked so hard on accountability and making sure that everyone is aware of how everyone is feeling and, you know, trying to 
trying to talk to each other about certain things off the court so it can be better translated onto the court. So, you know, in practice, we really try to hone in on, okay, that set was too far in, let's try this next time. So we're not left in the dark about it. So it's just a lot of accountability and a lot of communication that can build up that strong foundation. So when things do go astray, then we can just easily go back and track because I trust, for example, I trust my setter and I, my setter trusts my, me because we've had that communication over and over again. And yes, like you said, repetition about certain skills and all that, yes. And um, with Coach Schweighoffer, it feels like she has a good balance of, you know, pushing your team to be its best, but also, um, you know, like you were just saying, just in terms of communication and understand how everyone's feeling, she seems very, um, you know, proactive in, in that too, in terms of, you know, just mental health and the state of the team. How has that kind of helped uh, the team move forward? It's helped a lot because I sometimes, you know, certain teams, mental health and having that communication about that topic tends to, you know, it's not really brought up a whole bunch. So I feel like it creates an unstable environment where, you know, you feel off, but, you know, you don't really feel confident to talk to your team about it or talk to your coaching staff about it. But Caitlin Schwahofer, she has made such a big emphasis on that topic. And we, as a, as a coaching staff and as uh, athletes, we feel confident talking to each other about certain things, about how we feel. You know, she she really wants us to obviously walk in each practice feeling the same. But of course, no athlete is perfect. No, we're all human beings. We're going to feel 50% one day, 95% the other day. So it's just important to kind of say that to each other. Hey, I'm feeling it. At, I'm feeling 70% at best today. Can you at least give me a 20 or 30% so we can balance each other out. So that's that's how she kind of said said that to us. And so opening that, uh, opening that topic about uh, mental health has really helped our team a lot. That's, that's great to hear. And it's always given me that impression just in terms of how in tune she is with, with how um, all of her student athletes are, you know, um, mm -hmm. just encountering challenges. Um, I guess how has it been in practice the last couple of days since the win? Um, you know, how much confidence? How much confidence has this kind of boosted the team moving forward? Uh, well, today, for example, in practice today, we came in all in a really good mood. You know, music was playing. <laughs> everyone had like smiles on their face. But it's also it's another thing that we've talked about is being able to switch on. You know, you can't just walk into practice thinking that you can switch it on halfway through or you can go all the practice without switching it on. And then when once game comes around, you can switch it on. Like you got to no, you got to be, you got to be ready for practice. So today, even though everyone was happy, we were able to get it done, be, have really intense rallies, get the heart rate pumping. So that really gave us a good positive vibe and hopefully we can carry that on to tomorrow and then, you know, carry that intensity through to this week's game. And last one for you, just in terms of, I guess, what do you feel like this team needs to improve on the most or what what does the team need to do the best to be able to have future success the rest of the way? That is, that's a good question. Because as a team, we obviously having, I've talked about communication and accountability, have, building that foundation 
makes us strong, but it's, I believe it's the mental aspect for us. I know we've been, we've been kind of struggling in that area in terms of if we go on a losing streak, how do we, how do we bounce back from that? How do we become resilient? Because obviously in Big Ten play, after losing point after point after point, it can become quite a stretch. So we have been trying to figure out how to mentally prepare ourselves when, if that does occur and how we can just jump on that and turn that over quickly so we don't get into that little rut if we do happen to lose a few points in a row. So that's that's what we have been working on as a team and that we have to get better at. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Big Ten Conference is uh, the, the best there is and uh, it's a uh, it, it's a challenge every night, but um, it's great. You know, there's a, there's a lot of Rutgers fans out there that care about the program and are so excited to see you, see you all have success and uh, we're all rooting for you. So congratulations on Saturday and uh, we'll continue to follow you, you, you and your team the rest of the season. So best of luck. Thank you so much. I'd just like to say quickly, thanks to all the fans and everyone who's been supporting us from whether you're in person or, you know, watching from TV, we really, really love your support and what you've been doing for us. So thank you so much for having me, Aaron. All right. Alyssa Kinkela, best of luck the rest of the way. And uh, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Aaron. See you later.